Exxon made more money than God this year. Apparently our profoundly faithful Catholic president hasn't read Deuteronomy 10:14. Behold to the Lord your God belong heaven and the highest heavens, the earth and all that is in it. Alec, what do you make of this? Uh, I, I think this guy here has a better grasp on socioeconomic matters than uh, Biden does at this point. Hey, how do you feel about the, uh, the current socioeconomic uh, climate in America? I think hamburgers and cheeseburgers work well with fries. I couldn't have said it better myself. I know, right? Welcome back to the Armory. Alright guys, welcome back to this bonus episode for you guys. I hope you enjoyed the previous one. Now this one's going to be a bit more intense, and we're going to start off with some more heavy topics. And so, if you're sensitive to some of these certain things, here is your head up. We'll talk about shootings and gun laws and stuff like that. So, this is your trigger warning. Now, we're going to start with 21 seconds of silence uh, for those who fell during the shootings. Please join me in observance. Thank you for uh, showing respects to those who passed. I know it's, that's a, it's a very touchy topic that's been in the headlines, rightfully so, I would say. Right. It's um, it something that should never have happened, but unfortunately it did. Um, and it it's something that... it While I hate to look at it like, a, oh, it happened, be careless. Like I'm not trying to look at it like that. But I I'm praying that this is a wake-up call for many others. These yeah. these children had their lives ahead of them, and they um, <clears throat> there there's a certain uh, doctrine. It's uh, the age of accountability. Um, right. A lot of Christians, most Christians, believe in it. Um, that that there's a certain age at which children are still they don't quite grasp um, the the concept of um, sin. They don't grasp the concept of salvation and needing a savior. I don't know the ages of these kids. Honestly, I, I, I disconnect when I hear shootings. It, it's, I hear of it so much. I hate it. Like, I, I don't want to say I'm desensitized to it, Yeah. but it, it, it's been happening so often. Like you look at our parents, they might, well, Columbine was pretty much the first school shooting. Okay. There you go. At, and when did that happen? Columbine happened a long time ago. I know. Hey, um, Siri, when did Columbine happen? It happened April 20th, 1999. April 20th, 1999. So all of our parents graduated high school. Mm. I I was not even born at that time. I was born in, in 2000. You were, what, 04. two or three late? Two, two, oh, four. <laughs> okay. So you're later. Like, our whole lives have been... I mean, I hate to say it, but a lot of these school shooters seem inspired by Columbine. Like, that was the first one, and everyone else is like, oh, five minutes of fame for shooting up a school, whatever. I mean, it it's horrible that it's happening, but um, a lot of the solutions are not working. <laughs> exactly. Look back to when our parents were in high school. Um, look back to all the small towns, like in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. I mean, heck, even up until... 2010, 2011, 2012. 
I think a lot of kids had gun racks with shotguns. If something were to happen, every boy in that school, uh, for sure the high schools, because everyone drove, of course. Right. They, everyone had a farm truck, something. They would run out to their truck, <clears throat> and there's guaranteed to be at least one gun there. Oh, I guarantee. I mean, I feel very safe in North Dakota. I actually oh, yeah. got into a heavy debate with a family member uh, over uh, Facebook, of all places, about guns. I think I shared some of it with you. I don't know. I, we know, I, don't I know. might have even just seen it on mm-hmm. Facebook there because I, I check and I see Adam commented, Adam commented, Adam commented. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I log in and it's like 23, Adam commented on this person's post. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I had said something. It was in aftermath of the shooting, and it was uh, talking about. I believe there's a sin problem and not, and not a gun problem. And this for a family member, I love her, love her with all my heart. Um, but she's on the opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to guns, um, Which, specifically rifles. She agrees on handguns, ironically, but it's rifles. And we were going back and forth, and she says uh, she's Californian, and she says, "Okay, that explains a little bit." And she got mad, kind of like, kind of threw out the comment, like, "When's the last time you or anyone you knew had to use an AR-15 to protect yourself?" Um, last, well, to protect ourselves, never. But never. Uh, last weekend we were, well, not last weekend, but we're out at the farm almost every other weekend. Yeah, we stuff. use it. But that uh, first, over to answer her question directly, like protect yourself, and I answered it in the most honest way I could think of because of our climate in North Dakota. I said, "Never." Because we armed our citizens here, and we properly trained them. We know what exactly. we're doing. We're raised in the community like this. And people know how dangerous a safe, logical, and trained gun owner is. Mm-hmm. I never feel safer than when I'm in shields. Because I know at least five of the employees are strapped. <laughs> That's just the employees. Uh, yeah. If uh, I wander into the hunting section, I guarantee at least five of the guys there are armed, too. Oh, yeah. If, if I'm anywhere, um, honest moment here. My boss is totally cool with me strapped while I'm working. Mm. He does not care. In fact, sometimes he even encourages it. Should I feel necessary? Should I feel uncomfortable in a situation? Um, To the point where it's like, I'm comfortable doing the work. I'm just not comfortable with the people around me. Yeah. He's totally fine with me strapping myself. And I've done that multiple times. I don't always keep my my handgun in my van with me, but sometimes I do. Um, So... It, it it is it is nice to have um and actually i got pulled over for um apparently when you take a a, a turn into a two lane you're supposed to take the nearest lane oh yeah i i, I took the the farthest lane um because i was kind of sandwiched between two, two bikers and it was like oh. one was right on my back the other one was taken off slow because he saw the cop behind the biker behind me yeah. um <laughs> so i was like crap i want to give these guys space and uh I, I pulled in the other lane and the officer pulled me over and you know of course north dakota is a, a constitutional carry state so yep you know the officer came up and i just i had my hands up with my id my insurance was on my phone and i said here's my id Here's my insurance. Of course, my car doesn't have a title, so I just I told him the story about the title. If you run the VIN, it's not registered to me because I'm still trying to get the title. Mm-hmm. I've had the car for two years, still trying to get it. And I do have a handgun on my hip, and I just I moved my hand way out in front of me. I just pointed down to my hip on my right side, you know, just on my right side. I'm just getting comfortable carrying. Um, so I, I do have that. I just want you to be aware. Um, and I car- I'm carrying under the Constitution to carry license. He's like, all right, sounds good. Um, and he said that, he actually told me that that's exactly how it should be done. So, yeah, uh, and I exactly you, you did everything proper. You didn't like you didn't screw up nothing or like and, and that that's you were just wise. So, you didn't you didn't grab and say, "Hey, officer, I got my gun." Like, right. 
And even when, uh, like, I don't have a, uh, a handgun, you know that. Right. Uh, I want one, and I will probably, I will take lessons and everything. I'll tra- mm-hmm. train. I'm not going to be stupid with it. But um, uh, we talked about last episode. I got pulled over because I didn't get uh, my registration updated. I I even get my hands up there because I know, like, officers are in right. danger. And, like, they, they know. They, and, like, they look I ask, like, hey, hey, I'm moving. O- can I reach over and can I open my glove compartment? Uh, you know that I've got, like, two glove compartments. I got one that flips up and one that flips down because yeah. it's awesome. Um, and, like. Hey, Chevy's I, got that, too. I, 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 Chevy copied us. Um, <laughs> anyway. And I told him, like, hey, I'm reaching over to grab my stuff. And he's like, yeah, for sure. And if you're nice and you're kind and you're smart, you'll exactly. be fine. And I think that's what we're just. We're, that's what needs to be discussed here is not the gun itself it, it is what person. happened exactly so I was thinking we should go over a quick little timeline even though probably everybody's heard what the timeline was yeah so um story goes the young man uh had turned 18 and stocked up on guns two guns and a bunch of ammunition which I'll get into that in a little bit what what kind of guns? Uh, if I remember correctly, he got an AR-15. Okay. You know, quick which, which is expected. Um, you know, you can can buy rifles at 18. <laughs> well, uh, yep. I'm not sure if that's a state law or federal. Uh, so, federally speaking, you have to be 18, I think, to own, to purchase a long rifle. Right. You have to be but 18 be to purchase a long rifle and long rifle ammunition. But you can... When you're below 18, you can own it. You can own it as, if it's a gift. And it's. I think it's the same thing with handguns. Yeah. Um, well... It's similar uh, because... Handguns, you have to be 21 to buy. To buy. You can, be, uh, you can be younger to own. Right. If a parent gifts it to you or something. Um, but go on ahead about uh, the timeline. So, um, basically, he started bragging about how he was going to go shoot up a school. And... Um, people started realizing that um you know what was going to happen but no one acted on it and apparently he told his grandmother whom he lived with he was raised by them and um he shot her in the face when she tried to stop him that he then stole her truck and drove to school he crashed somewhere along there he stormed the school um there's stuff that happens here that is considered controversial even though it's proven facts, so I won't mention it yet. I want to keep it separate. But he gets into a school somehow. No one's engaging him. He locks himself into a room, and he kills 19 uh, children and two adults. And these are elementary school children. Uh, I believe the youngest was... Wait, this young. It just breaks my heart reading this list. Nine. Uh, ages mm-hmm. nine to, to 11. And I'm looking at this list, and I'm reading these names here. They have the names. It, it just it, it hurts so much. And uh, killing teachers, too. Uh, basically, there's an hour-long standoff where officers are outside, not storming in, and preventing parents from running in and trying to save their children. That's, that's the most devastating. Those parents that, were willing to run in. That I'm sorry, Mr. Olson. That pisses me off. <laughs> no end. Um... Uh, that they, they stopped, and something that I think uh, the knight in shining armor that I wish didn't have to exist, the off-duty border patrol, uh, who ran in to save his uh, daughter and wife, that's who stormed in and shot this man. 
this child mm-hmm. that decided to go out. Because I'm not going to call him a man because a man wouldn't he's, have done that. No, he's he's not he worthy. He's a boy. He's, yeah. And um, it resulted in the death of 21 people and has led to other further tragedies. And it, it disgusts me to no end. Um, and it's led to lots of different discussions that have been sparked out of this horrible massacre, both good and bad. Um, uh, and here, uh, I'm going to get clarification. We actually have a friend here that's going to be... Helping us. This is our gun nut friend. We've yep. referenced him a couple of times. Um, do you want us to use your name, amigo? Do you want to introduce yourself? You will unmute you. You're on air. Sure. I'm Isaac. And welcome, welcome, legendary gun expert. Now you were just saying like, uh, yeah, long rifles uh, and uh, shotguns. You can be 18. Handguns 21. Uh, so I, I had it right, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we muggled our way through it. And got it right. Um, but um, you 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 are the higher you are like the top tier in our friend group when it comes to gun knowledge and stuff. And uh, I, I want we wanted to pick your brain a little what you think about this whole situation. And most importantly, I would say is gun laws and the things that are being talked about with that. Uh, what what do you think? Uh, to start, I think the last sound. Well, it probably. He didn't hear it, but he should have heard it the instant he stepped foot near that school was. And then, well, he wouldn't have heard the slightly louder sound. Yeah, I, I, I think I get what you're getting at. If the guard had stepped in and done his mm-hmm. job, which, okay, so here's where it's going to sound like conspiracy theories. Um, so even though it's not really conspiracy theory. The school guard saw him and didn't stop him. Right. Walking into a school filled with children like, with clear intent to kill. And not not even the the weapons, just the fact that this guy's 18, presumably most 18-year-olds in high school are trying to grow beards. He does not look like he belongs in a in an elementary school. Mm. Most likely, I haven't seen pictures of this guy, um, but most likely he does not look like he belongs in a school. And then there's the fact that he's got a AR. I mean, yeah, you can conceal that under clothes in some situations, but he's got a rifle. An AR is a substantially large rifle to be concealing. Um, did, he, did he not have also a, a, um, a sidearm, a, a pistol or something? Um, he had two rifles, and I don't... Two he rifles. Did, he did have an unconfirmed model of a handgun. I don't know if he brought it with him. Okay. That's unconfirmed. I'm not going to say he had it yet. Okay. But um, it was confirmed he purchased that, which I'm pulling up. Someone had calculated how much he had spent to get all this, but go ahead and continue. Um, well, way too much, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but that, that's that's just a lot to be concealing. So there, there's so many red flags. There's the age of this guy. Go to an elementary school. What what purpose do you have there? I mean, there's there's not much, not many reasons you can have to be going into an elementary school. Um, and this was in the morning, was it not? Uh, yes, if I remember correctly. It was. Okay, so this is in the morning. What reason does an 18-year-old guy have for going into an elementary school in the morning? It, 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 there is just so much that went wrong here. There, there, I mean, there, an oh. argument can be made for a brother picking up a sibling. Yeah, but again, okay, yeah, it's Texas, technically open carry, but 
as everyone knows, schools are gun-free zones. Exactly. And so... Red flag number one. It's a gun-free zone. This kid is walking in with guns. Yep. And I know, I know, like... Uh, um, and it's not, it's not like it's a gun-free gun. zones. Uh, uh, I'd ha- I have. But, like, there's an idea of... When I say gun-free zone, I mean, as in, approved personnel get guns. Mm-hmm. The security guard with the gun. Mm-hmm. Should have done something. Oh, and don't forget the school counselor opened the door to let him in. This kid didn't have a handgun hidden on him. No. He was walking up with an AR-15. Which, by the way, here... Right. Like, when I when I see a gun-free zone and someone walks in with a gun, like, I'm thinking... I've almost done it myself. Like, there's a couple public public buildings. I forget they're public buildings. I'm like, I get to the door. I'm just walking. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I got to... Gotta put my handgun in my in my car. Yeah, you know it, it's a simple oversight. So a, a handgun that you're concealed carrying in a state where you can concealed carry, like North Dakota is a constitutional carry. Or Texas, you don't need a license to concealed carry here in North Dakota. I'm not sure exactly what other states. Um, it's recommended to get it so you can concealed carry in other states that have reciprocity. Yeah. But there's just so much that could have been done to help stop this. Now here's two and things not that with are legislation. Thank you. It involves people standing up for themselves in the community. We can't rely on the government to come save us all the time, which uh, we're going to talk about laws here in a second, but I want to finish up some interesting facts. I'm going to start with something that's absolutely just horrifying and sad. According to the most recent, this is, um, I don't know when this tweet was captured. It was right after this happened. You know, it's within the days previous. I'm sorry, afterwards. According to the most recent Texas update, teachers and kids were calling 911 begging police to breach the door and save them. It took an hour and 15 minutes for police to breach the door and kill the gunman. And even then, it wasn't the police that did that. It was the off-duty uh, Border Patrol agent. Mm-hmm. 75 minutes went by, and they stood outside waiting. Um, the guns I that were... Find disgusting. That is the most disgusting thing, and I agree. Uh, if you look at pictures, they're sitting outside. Yeah. Outside of the windows, on their phones. And it's not like they were getting shot at. Yeah, it's not like they were kept outside by an elite squadron or even this kid unloading rounds into their cars, keeping them undercover, which even then he'd be giving away the position and they're trained for this. Mm-hmm. The SWAT was there. This is supposed to be the legendary Texas Rangers stuff. Where were they? Mm-hmm. Outside. Listening to children get shot. Now, this is not... To, I'm not... I'm, yeah, playing on their phones. Which... I don't know if that makes it Where better is or worse. Where the charge in there? Right. It takes someone driving from their home, borrowing a shotgun, to Ex- hoorah charge that and end him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The first officer on the scene should have fixed bayonet and charged in there There's, without yeah. the bayonet. Exactly. Texas, they're supposed to be the bastion of manliness in the in the Union. That this happened. Now, let, I want to clarify. This is me bashing on all law enforcement. No, I'm bashing on a specific police department, mm-hmm. a specific sheriff department, a specific SWAT team that failed us against some suspicious circumstances. Right? Mm-hmm. Like this kid was abandoned by his family, and then kind of like people that were t- knew about it. He had said for years that he planned on after graduating, he was going to shoot up a school. You all can look into that. That's official. Now, here's something interesting. This kid was broke. He didn't make much money, He and he got these guns rather quickly, and it's not like he was living a life of luxury or anything. 
He had DDM force, um, subclassification of AR-15. Uh, the specific model I had looked up, and the price that I have here is about the same. Each gun Wrong. with the setup that he had was priced out about just shy of three grand. The yeah. price of the ammo, a box, is about seventy-two dollars for box of fifty rounds. Okay, at today's prices, so we're at six grand with just the guns and the attachments. We're about a couple thousand dollars in the ammunition for the rifles, because he bought several hundred magazines filled with ammunition. Then. He had an unknown handgun, which we're going to price at $600 because we don't know what this kid could have bought. Those range between right. 300 and like 1500 So we're going to go and six. Mind you, how is he? He couldn't legally buy handguns. Thank years. you. That brings, so up, yeah, that brings up the next that, thing. Go ahead. That basically means that the 21-year-old rule didn't save anyone. If he even use hand. Exactly. It just further proof that legislation doesn't. Yeah. Had still that handgun. Uh huh. Which it, means background oh, and, check and the thousand dollars worth of ammunition for that as well. Right. Yeah. Um. I where I usually buy my nine mil for my Glock is uh, runnings, and they ID'd me quite a few times. Oh uh -huh. Um. Until I I let myself go and didn't shave, and then apparently I looked like thirty five and homeless. <laughs> 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 um. But, yeah, it, this is just going to prove legislation did not stop him from getting a handgun. Yeah. Criminals will always get what they want. Mm -hmm. it, it's like um, uh, with uh, a, lo a lot of uh, turmoil was going on recently with um, a rumor of Roe v. Wade being overturned. Um, and a lot of women were saying, well, if Roe v. Wade's overturned, we're just going to go elsewhere. You know, we're going to go out of, out of country and get our, uh, get our abortions. Thank you for proving the point. Exactly. That's the point we've been making forever about guns. A ton of people have been making those forever yep. about guns. The exact same argument. Exactly. It, and it doesn't uh, work. Know, a very notable senator had once said that Gun laws and registration made no sense because criminals wouldn't abide by it. Can you guess who? I think, was, isn't that our now commander-in-chief? Oh, that's a funny coincidence, that is. Isn't it? And that brings me into what I was saying, is that there's a lot of things in this story. Now, this is where I'm going to go into the conspiracy side. And so, uh, I'm not saying I believe these things. I'm just saying these are what I like to call, I believe uh, Stephen Crowder calls them curious coincidences. Mm-hmm. Um, the weapons used that he mysteriously got, um, with no help <laughs> and being let in and all that and nothing. Um, the weapons that were provided are typically used by professional organizations, commonly with drum roll, please. Uh, do either of you want to give me a guess? Isaac and Alan, do you want to guess what organization uses these type of guns? Law enforcement and the government. The government. And you want to know which specific branch that might do a lot of investigating across the United States? Give me FBI. Although they usually have access to the slightly funner versions with select fire because they're special. Yep. Um, but uh, I'm just saying it's very suspicious. And then there's a tweet from David Hogg. Uh, do you guys know who David oh, Hogg is? Guy. His, he's uh, he was one of the one of the protesters, and he also tried to copy my pillow, didn't he? 
he tried to copy my pillow. That was and he profited see that off the burn. death of his his classmates in a shooting yeah, there, in Parkland. That too. Um, anyway, he tweeted on June first this, and I'm going to read it as he wrote it. He did not use punctuation, which makes it look really bad. Now, you know, everybody says, like, oh, they're just going to keep playing these things, they being the enemy, the government, whatever you want to say, until we have control. Then there's a leader of the anti-gun movement that says this. The next shooting is already being planned. Senators should be mindful every day they wait to act. Americans die. Now, if I hadn't told you who tweeted that, who would you have thought would have said that? School shooter. A school shooter. I think like a terrorist organization. I'm thinking like the 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 Taliban just admitted to saying they planned something, Uh, and all this different stuff, or even like even like another major power. Yeah, MS-13. Although MS-13 isn't that bold. No, they're not. I I shouldn't say they're not that bold. They are. They are not that stupid to go out there and do it. Exactly. They're not that stupid to go out there and admit that all that. Um. And when you line those facts up, that's just sickening. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sorry, this has turned into a monologue for me. I didn't mean to turn that into that, but uh, this is something I'm very passionate about. It's less thinking I have to do to formulate words. I can just I can listen to what you're saying. I can form up a detailed mm. response later. I mean, not that I'm actually doing that, but I'm trying. <laughs> uh, there is a, it's is a little bit off the topic, but relatable. Uh, you know how the large food plants are mysteriously catching fire at a unusual rate. Right. Yep, yep. And everyone going, there's going to be a food shortage. There's going to be food shortage. Russians stealing grain from Ukraine. There's going to be food shortage. The Ukrainians are saying that. Everyone is saying that. Oh, don't forget and the formula shortage. Yeah, mm-hmm. the mysterious formula shortage. Meanwhile, in sanction the heck off the planet, American-made baby formula is filling the shelves. Yep. In Russia. Yep. Interesting how that works. Also it's, it's a miracle, that, really. Yeah. Also interesting on the border for the illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. They have tons more stock of baby formula than they need. Oh, oh, boatloads, boatloads, and I think that all comes down to. No matter what, let's beyond the conspiracy theories. Like, if you want to, let's say I believe those conspiracy theories, it's totally obvious that the government is doing this and planning things so that they have more control. Beyond that, I think there are evil people that, let's say, let's just say I go a neutral way. Let's say the government's not the ones that are doing this, but there are certainly evil people that want to take control and are taking advantage of other people's evil actions, mm-hmm. resulting in things such as U.S. House Bill 7910. The Protect Our Kids Act. Um, Which, I don't... Is that title even proper for what's in this bill? I haven't looked into the bill entirely. too much. Um, there, there might be portions that apply that title would apply to, but the rest of it is, from my understanding, I think, like I said, I have not read this bill, but it, it seems like it's just a power grab. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They should label it the Take Your Rights Act. It is. Now, I should say, I want to preface... I don't hate it because it says protect our kids. I believe in protecting no, our that, kids. that's an absolutely, that's an admirable thing to yeah. do. Yeah. But they're doing it's it wrong. It's just that the title is a lie. Yeah. For what it is. 
Protect really, our kids act should be bolstering our schools. Yeah, protecting our schools. Arm some teachers. My goodness. Hi, hire some, Train them more and then pay them more. Hire some retired vets. R yes. Yeah, precisely. There's thousands of retired security personnel, military security personnel. And the joke about the Air Force guards that walk the perimeter of the airbase just waiting for someone to jump the fence so they can use their... Exactly. ...arm. Do you think a school shooter's going to go in there knowing that there's been someone waiting 20 years to shoot a lawbreak? Heck, mm -hmm. no. They're not going to jump over that. And uh, so... I, that guy's going to be looking at the shooter starting to walk back and saying, you feel like it, sunshine. Come on, make my day. Come on. Right, exactly. And so, like... <laughs> Cranking down on the, I'm gonna use this phrase because, but even though I hate it because it's been used against the the whole movement. But good guys with guns can work when they're actually doing their job. Mm -hmm. When they have a pair. When they, that's the best way I can put it too, yeah. or a spine. Now, okay, yeah. so I want to quick talk about this um, Protect Our Kids Act. I mean, it really is just genuinely. It's cranking down on people's rights to have guns, own them, clean them, uh, keep them safe, and by not by, but by not really, they're inadvertently. Basically, it's introducing a bunch of new things where if they so happen to be in your household and they notice that a gun is quote unquote stored unsafely, that you can get in big trouble. So it's called Ethan's Law. Here I'm gonna go ahead and read uh, a chunk of this. It's in title. Uh, Roman numerals. Title 4 of a House Bill uh, 7910. For those of you who want to go look this up, I am reading it directly from the congress.gov website. Which I will try to put that in, uh, please, in the description here. Please do. We'll try to link some of these articles that we are referencing uh, going forward from here because um, I'm, I'm starting to figure out that, uh, that, that particular part. So <laughs> go ahead and finish reading. Title 4, Safe Storage. Section 401, Ethan's Law. Secure gun storage or safety device. Section 922Z of Title 18, United States Code, is amended by adding at the end of the following. Secure gun storage by owners. Next paragraph. Off offense. Next paragraph. In general, except as provided in Clause 2, it shall be unlawful for a person to store or keep any firearm that has moved in or that has otherwise affected interstate or foreign commerce on the premises of a residence under the control of a person if the person knows or reasonably should know that a a minor is likely to gain access to the firearm without the permission of the parent or guardian of the minor or a resident of the residence is ineligible to possess a firearm under federal state and local law with an exception oh, excuse me Clause 1 shall not apply to person if the person keeps the firearm secure using a secure gun storage or safety device or in a location which a reasonable person would believe to be secure or, you know, listen to the government, there's lots of wars, oh, good grief, excuse me, or carries the firearm on his or her person or within such close proximity thereto that the person can retrieve and use the firearm as readily as if the person carried the firearm on his or her person or... Another individual unlawfully enters the premises under the control of the person and thereby gains access to the firearm. Now, here's the penalties for it, uh, which I hadn't got a chance to read. 
It's nothing super crazy from what I can tell. Uh, penalty in general, except as otherwise provided in the subparagraph, any person who violates subparagraph A shall be fined $500 per violation. Forfeiture of improperly stored firearm. Any firearm stored in violation of subparagraph A shall be subject to seizure and for forfeiture in order. Uh, oh my gosh! In accordance with the procedures described in sections 924D, minor defined. In this paragraph, the term minor means an individual that has not attained eight years of age. That's pretty standard. I don't know why they had to repeat that again. The Firearm Storage Safe Pro sorry, Firearm Safe Storage Program, Title One of the Omnibus Crime Control and Safe Streets Act of 1968 is amended by adding the following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where it adds more. But anyways, so to say, basically, it's a lot like a bench warrant for your guns. If, Pretty you, much. if they deem it that you are not properly storing your guns and they so happen to have a chance to get in your house, uh, you're done for. Mm-hmm. Um, which okay, so some of these things again, like. All this is avoided by safe uh, gun owners. Right. Because we follow this to a T already. Right. I keep mine up in my closet as far from any other entrance as possible. Mm -hmm. I have a key. My parents have a safe key. And I alone get access to it. Mm -hmm. uh, Like, you would have to wake me up to get past me and to get to my stuff. Right. And I sleep with a shotgun shell in my pocket. (laughs) I don't keep them loaded because I'm not stupid. But I keep it so I can stay strapped as close as I can. Right. So, but if they deemed that because my sister, who is, shoot, she's 13, <laughs> um, time has flown. Yeah, they could determine that if, you know, if the cops happen to search my house, I don't know why they would, but I guess with this yeah. law, they wouldn't have to any reason. They could just assume that I have unsafe storage. And they deem it because it's technically a locker, they could find me $500 and take my guns. Right. That's ridiculous. Yep. Well, and it's majority of gun owners. Like, I live in this apartment alone. I'm still planning on getting a safe for my guns. I just haven't done it yet. But I do have them locked up in the bedroom. There's a lock on my door. To get, like, to break a window and get in, you have to set up a ladder. Like, it, my, my guns are, for being in an apartment, they're fairly well locked up and not having a gun safe. Um... But I am planning on getting a gun, getting a gun safe. Most uh, gun owners have gun safes. Um, Isaac here, your family has multiple gun safes, correct? Yeah. Exactly. Gun safes, gun lockers. Um, they're majority of gun owners. They take their steps. Yeah. It's it's just a given because they gun owners don't want others to get hurt. No. They want their family to be safe. I I like to think of um, I think it was Tupac. He said, um, and I wanted to use this this quote somewhere else, um, but he said, just because you lost me as a friend does not mean you gained me as an enemy. I still want to see you eat, just not at my table. Yeah. That might might be a little bit of a paraphrase. I kind of see what you're saying, yeah. Most gun owners are the same way. They they say someone breaks into your house. I, I, myself, I'm stopping that guy. I don't want him to die. But if that's what must happen, it's what must happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. And like in my situation, it'd be—I would say it's a little bit different because in your situation, that would be you protecting your life and your stuff. Right. And it's different when you're in family situations. Right. Like for me, I keep my stuff to protect my family. Exactly. My dad and I both have guns. We both know where they are. And we both know how quickly we can get to them. 
and and there and that's an act we take to keep family safe. We lock the doors and stuff. I keep gun locks on my uh, uh on my guns individually. You know, little ones that go through the trigger. Yep, yep. I've, uh, I've got I them keep on, those on uh, mine. I've got one on my rifle. I can't find my keys. I know it's either in the gun bag. <laughs> it's really safe now. <laughs> exactly. It's either in the gun bag or it's under my entertainment center because I can't remember if I cleaned out when I moved that. Um, so my keys are here in the apartment away from the gun. So if someone did break in, did break the locks, get to the gun, they would not be able to use the gun because that lock is on there and the keys are away from the gun. Mm-hmm. So it, the gun is, is locked up safely. Um and should my my brother stop by because my parents have a key to my apartment as well i i just i'm even though i'm 22 it's they're my parents i feel like they should have someone should have access to where i'm at at all times yeah because i don't i don't have uh someone who's uh i don't i don't have a wife you know i don't have a girlfriend which i have thoughts on the girlfriend mm-hmm. uh, future episode on relationships coming up sometime we're going to be working on that um eventually uh, eventually we we both have some i think interesting opinions on that um but it it, someone needs to have access to me so my parents have access but they know how to handle the guns my mom's Mm -hmm. a little bit more leery of them she did not grow up around guns my dad was in the air force for a while so he you know of course had some training with them um and he grew up with guns too yeah um and my brothers are you throwing water bottles around. Shut up. It bounced off my hand. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> um, my brothers are, are grown up with guns around. My my, uh, my dad bought two handguns. Um, one for my, my mom and dad and another one for my brother when he turns uh, of legal age um, for him to, to own a handgun. Um, so we're slowly uh, showing him how to properly handle it, how to keep it safe. Um, like, the, like the proper handoffs, the, the thing is, you know, is the action open? Is there, make sure there's nothing in the chamber, stuff like that. We're, we're teaching them so that when they are able to possess their own guns, they know how to handle them. Yeah. It's uh, one thing when I, I first started getting guns, I had plenty of friends with guns. You should turn the vibrate off on your yeah, phone. I, I feel like that's going to pick up in the microphones. Um, but when I, when I first, with, with Isaac, when I first started getting around guns, I had no familiarity with them. Mm. Like, checking uh, checking to make sure nothing was loaded. I knew, keep your finger off the trigger, <laughs> but checking to see if it was loaded, I did not know. I learned that um, over time. Yeah. And it, it, was, it, was, it was great having someone like, like you, Isaac, who, you've been around guns forever, right? Yeah. Like, your family's gun safe is stocked. <laughs> your cousin's gun safes are stocked. <laughs> Um, which that's pretty good. Uh, speaking of stock, I need to get another gun safe because, oh, of course. <laughs> I think, uh, I think Runnings, Runnings is actually having a sale on guns, on gun safes here. Um, by the time this podcast goes up, of course, the sale will be off. Um, but yeah, there's one there, um, that I'm looking at getting that, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stop by tomorrow, see if I can pick it up because I want one. Um, it's like 200 bucks off. Ooh. Like they're they're running two hundred. It's twenty percent off sports at field branded safes. So any one of them, they it's like twenty percent off. So this one is a thousand. So twenty percent off that is two two hundred. So I'm considering picking up a safe. But nice. Well, I've I've been considering. It's just not been quite in the budget with all no, the bills stuff. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of where where I'm at. And I'm going to use that as a cool transition here. We've been talking a lot about gun laws and stuff. 
and talk kind of local. And I kind of wanted to bring up some local politics that we're going to be talking uh, in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to get too in depth because you know there's only so much that applies to everybody here. But like, it's midterms tomorrow. Yeah. And um, here in Nordy Cody, um, we don't have much to vote on because there is less of us here than on a block in LA, um, which is nice. I really love it. But um, there is only one major bill that we are voting on here in North Dakota. Do you oh, happen yeah, to know probably, it? I should probably hear about this. Um, so let me check. Now, we are in different districts. Uh, all three of us here, we're all in different districts. Yeah. Uh, which normally, like if we're in a big city, that wouldn't be saying much. But here in North Dakota, that's basically we're in we're we're in a whole whole different <laughs> thing Bob. Let me pull it up. I had a list here. Um okay, so it is house well, our our state bill, I guess, technically. Um please hold, I'm trying to find it. Holding, holding. Oh, it's holding. it's it we have a it's a Bismarck school district. Now here we're gonna talk about schools a little. Okay. This is gonna be fun. Um uh shall a record of the proceedings of Bismarck School Board be published in the official newspaper for the district? Uh, you have options, yes or no. That's it. Now, this seems like very something minor. Not Isaac, you won't get to vote on that one since you're not in Bismarck. But, um... I don't it, even know where my polling is. <laughs> you probably <laughs> should they figure they that one out. They changed it. They oh, freaking changed it. See, they're trying to be sneaky again. They're trying to yeah, switch it them was, up. It was always wing. Mm. Now we can't find out where our district is. Because they gerrymandered it i can figure it out for you if you want later i won't tell you who to vote for but i'll find you find out who you can vote for yeah but i think this is super important because the schools are actively advocating against people knowing what they're doing in our schools and what they're choosing to do and that just isn't just in north dakota that's a statewide thing that's a sorry that's that's a nationwide nationwide. i didn't mean to say statewide i mean it is statewide but but it's particularly nationwide yeah every you look pretty much everywhere. I mean, there, there's there's pockets where um, the schools are just open because that's the way that that whole town has been forever and ever and ever and ever. Like uh, where where my family has been in North Dakota for quite a while, um, that school I think is pretty open because I mean, half half of the the families in that town are the parents who are leading that um, that that school. They're on the school board or they're, they're teachers. Everyone in the town is involved with that school. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's the the small town football team. Like, everyone is involved. Here in Bismarck, not so much. No. It's, and there is some crap that goes down here. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you heard some of the rumors. I'm not going to talk gossip here, on, but, like, it's bad. I've, I've heard some stuff. Um, and it was stuff I'm not, like, is it rumor? Is it not? Um, yeah, but I, I've also, even from, like, my boss... I've heard a couple things of some homework. Um, I've heard from some other people in the 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 I call it the PSS, the public school system. <laughs> um, it's uh, I've heard some rumors of some stuff that goes on in there. Um, well, not just stuff that goes on. Some homework that's assigned and conversations that are had, not just between students, between older students, younger students. Um, between you know teachers and students, um, and and some various events, it it's discomforting. And admittedly, it's way better here than it is elsewhere in the I nation. Know. I I feel like we should dedicate an episode to the education. Yeah. I, don't uh, think I feel like that'd be cool to bring our moms on on this. <laughs> that would be very interesting. <laughs> they're uh, they're both they're both different views on homeschooling. I think true. 
and they also have different experience overall you yeah. know it's very and different approaches too mm-hmm. different approaches that would be a fun discussion we should try yeah, and get that, that would to happen be, we'll, we'll maybe they don't even that. have to come in they can we get them call in so they don't have to don't, your mom doesn't have to drive in or anything right like that. yeah that, that might be how we'll do it but uh that I mean, it's just, and I think that was an interesting thing. And maybe we'll do a little conversation about how midterms turned out across the nation. Yeah. Uh, next time, I guess we'll record in a little bit. Uh, in about a week two or two, weeks, yeah. yeah, when everything's settled down. Uh huh. Um, shoot, how are we doing on time? We're coming right up oh, on there. Nice. We we figured we'd break. Uh, we usually do about an hour, so we figured we'd break this uh, this two part special episode uh break it up into two 45 minute sections give you guys a little bit more time plus we had a lot we wanted to talk about um so we, we figured that we'd break this and up. we still didn't cover everything we still didn't cover everything yeah we uh we had uh, had some stuff we wanted to originally cover relationships but we wanted to prepare for that a little yeah. bit better too so I'll, I'll have something written out good and proper yeah. i'm gonna be on the road uh all of next week um yeah. and so that'll give me some time to do some writing i think i'll write we're driving all through tonight to get places and so i can do some writing uh, and thinking and reading, so I'll, I'll have something good. Yeah, I think, and uh, I'm sure the world will keep going to heck in a handbasket. What do you think? <laughs> heck in a handbasket. <laughs> what else does it ever do? Right, exactly. Um, it's just that it's going there a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. And exactly. I mean, it's, it's like the world runs on Murphy's Law. You guys know Murphy's Law, right? Uh, everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's, and the uh, Democrats seem to think that you're supposed to make that happen quicker. Yeah. Certainly. And let's be honest, some Republicans. Yep. Uh, the right. I, I ain't, I ain't yeah. discriminatory. <laughs> I think a lot of people suck. No. Yep. 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 There, there yep. are a lot of people that are horrible. Well, I think we're at an end here. Uh, I felt I ranted a lot during this episode, but I hope you all enjoyed my passionate speaking right. on guns. Well, and it, a lot of it is stuff that needs to be said. With all this stuff that's happening, people need to stand up. Amen. And it, I, this is this podcast is part of me learning to stand up. Um, yeah. I know in our, our the episode that we're uploading before this one, um, we we talked a little bit about uh, us both maturing, and um, it, it, this podcast is part of it. Um, I was talking to my dad the other day, and he was, uh, he said, well, actually, he texted it to me. I can pull it up here. Um, but basically, he just said uh, he's he's proud that we were actually able to come up with the idea of doing a podcast and move forward with it um, because there's a lot of things that some people just don't get on. Um, yeah, he gave gave a little, a little critique on my production quality because uh, he's he's an audiophile. <laughs> yeah, your dad's <laughs> so, awesome. Uh, but uh, he he said good job, guys, on following through with uh, with doing the podcast. So uh, thanks for that, Dad. Um, we were uh, tossing this around for quite a while before we finally were like, all right, let's get some graphics, let's get some stuff hooked up, and uh, we we bit the bullet, sat down, recorded our first episode, and so far we've been enjoying it. I think uh, some of our listeners have been enjoying it. I hope you guys have been. Um, yeah. Keep sharing it, please, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, follow us on what Twitter, Insta, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we're also on. Uh, we got we got a Gmail account. Um, mm. If you go Spotify, to Apple, S- Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor, Anchor.fm is kind of the root. We use that for our host. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're uh, we're looking at some other other stuff coming up. Um, I'm trying to trying to get some stuff sorted, so we might have some new platforms coming. Um, maybe some new communication methods. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, we do have the email, armoryboys at gmail.com. Um, 
personally, I want to get our own domain for that. I agree. <laughs> I, I want to get like a show at armoryboys.com. If people want to address either one of us directly and then whatever, but, uh, we'll, we'll address that when we come there. So for now, yeah. the email is armoryboys at gmail.com. Of course, Instagram is the armory boys. Um, Twitter is like, is the same. Um, and if you want to address either of us directly on Twitter, um, I am armory Alec on Twitter, I believe. I think I'm, AR underscore pineapple. Something like that, yeah. Uh, shoot, I can't uh, remember. Hold uh, up. Uh, a running joke in the friend group that uh, you're Armalite Pineapple. Yeah, um, that's my nickname. That's my call sign if you want. Yep. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah. And yeah, email us. We both got access to that and stuff, and yep. you can let us know. And please do reach out with stuff you want us to talk on, articles you find, wacky stuff. I don't. It, does, it can be stupid things too. We mm-hmm. like we like reacting and talking about stupid things too. Uh, you you guys, if you've been listening to all of our episodes, we go off on every rabbit trail possible. So. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, thank you to you, Isaac, for uh, joining us for this episode. It's been nice having you. Had some good commentary from you. Um, hopefully, we can we can have you on in a few more episodes. Okay. So it was a pleasure having you. And uh well, I think that ends it. So thanks for coming and joining us in the armory today. Catch y'all later. Bye.